Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Simon. Together we sell all sorts of antiques and collectibles from our two auction houses in Windsor and in Devon. But where do the items come from? Join us as we chat about house clearances, our weird and wonderful finds, and interview others in the antiques and auction trade, and if we're honest, just about any other topic that happens to come to mind. Welcome back to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's another episode uh, and I am joined by my favourite, my only <laughs> colleague. That's more like it. <laughs> favourite and only colleague. It's Simon from Devon. It's a new year and it still rhymes with heaven for very good reason. Hello, Harry, my friend. How are you? I'm all right, buddy. It's not going to stop just because we're in a new year. I'm telling you that right now. It's not going to stop just because it's a new year. You're looking very fit and trim, Harry. Uh, that's because, as you know, and there's no, obviously, there's no holds barred with telling you secrets. It's because I'm no. still attending the gym that I started still. attending prior to Christmas. I am very impressed. Oh, yeah, that's sweet of you. But, um, it, mate, it's not right. I can't actually move. <laughs> How are the glutes? Because... Do, do, we, do, do we want to talk sure about I, your I, glutes? I don't even know where a glute is on my body. I, I, a shout out to Daryl, who is my trainer. I did say I was going to mention him on the podcast because he says, do you whinge this t- much all the time? I went, yeah. And sometimes yeah, we even yeah. record it and put it out on a social media platform. <laughs> so your trainer's name is Daryl, right? Daryl, yeah, yeah. My heart goes out to you. You love a challenge. What kind of maniac are you <laughs> taking on Harry the auctioneer and trying to get... You... Well done, Daryl. I mean, Everest obviously wasn't big enough for you, right? So you've gone for... Okay, I get it. Well done, Daryl. That's all I can say. Do, do you know what? I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't quizzed him about this because I don't want to humiliate myself too much, but can you imagine if I walk into the gym door, through the gym door, or into it probably, and um, he looks up and goes... Oh, do you think that's my four o'clock appointment? Or do you think that's somebody who's got lost on the way to Greg's? <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's just coming in to use the toilets? Yeah. Oh, God. I bet he's, uh, yeah, he's a good man. And I'm a huge appreciative. Um, but I, 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 the reason why you are poking fun at me, as I know, is, and in a nice way and being sportive, is the fact that I took the mickey out of your keep fit. But you have inspired me to um, Rubbish. shed a few pounds or at least get, you know, healthy. I'm impressed, mate. I'm absolutely impressed. Well done. Mate, if you own shares in Krispy Kreme, sell them now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So how's your how's your week been? How's your couple of weeks been? Yeah, so we haven't chatted for a while because we um, pre-recorded a few um, particularly interviews. My couple of weeks have been Bedlam because, and this was this was an interesting experiment we did this week, and you were hugely helpful is that we have a client who uses us uh, regularly to sell items. And he had a stamp and banknote collection. Not huge, but when split up, made about 35 lots. So we made that into a standalone auction for him. One, it made Mm. him feel a bit special. And two, he'd got, I think there was 40 or 50 penny blacks in an album. And so we split it up and we put that out online to see whether small niche auctions have got any legs, you know, because it doesn't always have to be timed. Um, obviously, we weren't going to drag you up from Devon to do this. And so you're usually sat next to me. So on this occasion, Emma stepped in from the office, my wife. I was going to say, you you might want to add that bit. Yeah, yeah. 
to do the internet bidding. However, I thought better of trying to teach how to use the system and you stepped in and we're in her ear all the way through the 35 lots for which she was hugely appreciative she did really well oh that's that she did much better than i would really really well but she wanted you to know that she thinks you're an amazing teacher oh bless her that's very very nice so calming all down to the pupil. Yeah, really. Oh, God, it's a love-in okay. between the two of them now, everybody. So that's what we did. Uh, we got a nice album away for two £2,800 or something. And yeah, we sold some yeah. banknotes way above estimate. Uh, customer has subsequently come in um, and said just how chuffed and happy they were. Good. good and good, it good. did make them feel a bit special. So that was good. That was good. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, we've been running around like mad things. We had an auction in the middle of December. Then we broke for the festive period. Then we had a time sale. And we've got a 1,200 lot sale that we're cataloging for next uh, next week. Yeah, thanks for that. Because it's it's minus two in the sale room. And we've got two <laughs> days of basically, I'll be dressed like a polar bear trying to stay warm. For six hours at a time on the rostrum minus two. So, I mean, talk about picking your moments to have biggest auction of the year. I'm not suggesting we're outside, but it might as well be. Well, if it helps you, and this is how ridiculously cold it's got, is that we've gone out and bought a survival pack of hand warmer, chemical hand warmers that you put inside (laughs) gloves because everybody in the office who's running around in yeah. the warehouse, processing and putting furniture out to display and all the rest of it. Um, their hands are so cold that that's what they're doing. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you are going to be cold. And what a time yeah, to well, start losing weight. Natural insulation's going just <laughs> when I need it. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's mainly what we've been doing. We've seen, we've seen a lot of good quality stuff. We've uh, booked out the diary for clearances uh, in February. I think so. We're pretty busy in February clearing houses and doing collections and all that sort of stuff. We've seen quite a lot of past clients and older clients coming back to us and saying, uh, can we bring stuff to auction? So that's been nice. Um, And obviously our gap has not been huge because we've had quite a packed auction schedule. So it's um, the team has really been pulling together and it's been uh, good fun. Yeah, great stuff. Um, how about you, buddy? Sorry, I've talked about myself for the whole what, 10 minutes of a podcast. So far. Go on. Good to hear. It's good to hear. Uh, pretty much the same story, actually. Busy, busy. Lots of house clearances. Some interesting stuff coming to auction. Funny you mention past customers coming back. We've had a couple of those, you know, people who we literally haven't seen for four or five years and have suddenly rocked up and said, oh, I think decided to sell a bit more or can you put these through the auction? Uh, a lovely gentleman from beer who uh, has some fabulous jewellery that he likes to collect and sell. So we've got those in the next auction. I must tell you, I must, <laughs> I must tell you about an appointment that I've got coming up next week, which slightly baffling to say the least. So everybody knows we do house clearances. Joanna this week um, fielded a call. You know, when you're sort of half listening in because we're all in a sort of open plan office and you're thinking, this call's not going particularly well. This is not really. And eventually, poor Joanna gave up and said, would you, I'll I'll just hand you over to the auction. I'll hand you over. I said, and she put him on pause, put on mute, I should say, and said, can you have a chat? This guy wants a clue. I don't quite understand where he's coming from. It doesn't seem. 
I said, no problem. Let me have a chat with him. So I had a chat with him. I said, hello, hello, sir. Can, how can we help? You're looking for a clearance. Yes, I'm looking for a clearance. Okay. Um, whereabouts are you? He told me where he was. And are we looking at a whole clearance? He said, yes, we're looking at a, an entire clearance um, of my house. Whose house, sir? My house. Oh, I see. Uh, are you moving, downsizing? No, 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 no. When I'm dead, I want you to clear this house. I said, I beg your pardon? You're Sorry. This is a house clearance for you once you're dead. He went, that's right. I want to plan my own house clearance. And this is where he said, so that my family don't throw away the good stuff. Right. So I have literally been booked in to meet the guy that's going to be the deceased when we clear his house. I'm thinking that's not right. I'm all for a bit of planning. I'm all for a war chart. I'm all for a bit of, um, <laughs> but I mean, he no, hang on a minute. It, but we're not suggesting we're not being morbid. He hasn't said, you know, and I've got, I'm, I'm, it's terminal. No. I'm going to be dead by Christmas of this year. No, he's just no, he's... literally pre-planning. No, no, no. He literally, I said to, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so intrigued so by this listener. I've really gone through my screen then. Sorry. I li so I asked and said, I don't quite, cause we can't plan. I said, why are we doing this? And he said, well, there was a house up the road and a house clearance company went in there. And I simply didn't like the way that they, uh, that they dealt with everything. I simply didn't like the way the house is cleared. I'm not going to have that. So uh, I am going to discuss with you how this house clearance is going to go ahead when it goes ahead. And it would, I'll be, you know, I'll be happy to know that it's being done to my specification. So basically you're going to be in this guy's will. He's going to have to leave legal instruction that you're clearing his house. Yeah, or instruction with his, yeah, with his solicitor or whatever the executors. Yeah, how about that? I've never, I've never, I've never heard of that before. It's not often we get to meet the the deceased. I think it's a service we should offer. It's very much a long term strategy, though, right? It is a long term strategy. That is absolutely mad. I have not had anything. I, I, I've not had anything like that at, at all. Why haven't I not had anything like that? You, well, you're actually slightly flabbergasted, aren't you? I am flabbergasted. <laughs> I am flabbergasted. <laughs> it's not the response I was expecting, to be honest with you. All right, how about this? Had a lovely lady come in with her boyfriend uh, a week or two ago. Want to put some stuff in your auction. Um, she had some jewellery. He'd been collecting some coins, some very nice coins, silverproof coins, this, that, and the other. And um, we know this lady from old, young lady. I won't, her, her name's Laura. Oh, I couldn't help myself. That's just her name. Uh, so Laura comes in and she said, oh, uh, um, we're going to go for fish and chips on the uh, in the town after this because it's my birthday. You have my attention. Fish and chips. I said, oh, that's lovely. It's your, it's your birthday. Now, you know, in lots of podcasts, we've talked about collectors. People collect yes. all sorts of different things and there are avid collectors. And I politely asked, oh, what did you get for your birthday? And she said, oh, I, I, nothing, nothing. I went, oh, I kind of looked at the boyfriend and he went, well, that's not fair, is it? I mean, I gave you two 50 pound notes. And she said, oh, yeah, that's true. Because I collect those. I collect 50 pound notes if I was allowed to. <laughs> well, quite. And I said, Laura, I... Hang on. What do you mean you British collect British I just, Jazz currently will like them more than I do. <laughs> I said to her, Laura, I'm not sure you can call that collecting. 
And she went, oh, no, no, no. It is, I collect £50 notes because I like the colour. Not so keen on brown or purple, apparently. Just the red ones. Just the red ones. <laughs> and it made me think, do you know what? That girl is the smartest girl on the planet, right? If you're going to collect anything and it's birthday and Christmas and all the rest of it, and you can say, not give me money, I collect the pretty red ones. Really like the pretty red ones. I'll have some of those, please. She's a genius. <laughs> Absolute genius. You know, you know, we've we did that episode with Matt Ball of the ATG, and he does the collectors feature, and they were going to put more collectors in the ATG. Yes. So we message him and say, We've got the lady <laughs> for you. She collects 50 pound notes. She collects 50 pound notes. What what I find amazing is that said lovely boyfriend was like, uh, she does. Yeah, so I just give her fifty pound notes. <laughs> I, was, I, love I was like, I have missed a trick. I saw a house today. Talk about collecting. I went to a house today where there's a gentleman I would suggest in his mid fifties who collects Lego, hmm. and he talks about putting Lego down, as in you know, like people like say, dog. "Oh, I bought a case of wine." No, I bought a case of wine and I put it down for the future or laid it up. Right? Laid, you, yeah. know, you know what I mean. And that's how, and I said, oh, what, how do you mean? He said, well, I buy one set to make and one set, because he said I'm in, in a happy position, I've got a few pounds in the bank, and one set which I put down, and then I wait five or six years, then that set, it will have been discontinued, it will have trebled, trebled, in, trebled in value, so that set easily pays for the set I bought and made and put on display, and I have a hundred sets that have never seen daylight. He says they're put into boxes and made um, airtight in their original wrappers. And he said other people do it with wine and port and all this sort of stuff. I do it with Lego. I was like, wow. Okay. But that's what he does. That's his investment strategy. Right. Before, uh, uh, before Christmas, Windsor had an auction um, and we had a couple of lots that we were going to talk about. So lot 81 was um, a brooch, which was the owl and the pussycat brooch. Now, this is a very pretty brooch. Uh, the owl and the pussycat had gemstone eyes and it was a sweet thing. And I think we had five to seven hundred on it or four to six hundred, something like that. Did you heck tell the truth? Tell the truth. You can't <laughs> lie to our listener. That's dreadful. <laughs> How much did you put on it, Harry? A uh, couple hundred quid, <laughs> couple of hundred pounds. I Unbelievable, think. Uh, dear listener. <laughs> I will protect you from the absolute hogwash. Okay, I'm looking at the lot now, and the estimate says 180 to 220 pounds. Would you? You may continue, Mr. Harry. And it's all for 900 pounds. 900 pounds. 900 pounds. Client's very happy and new owner, very happy and travelled many, many miles to come and collect it. So that was good news. That was, that was, and it was a great thing, but good, good fun on the rostrum. What did, yeah, it was. The reason why we're highlighting this sale, not just these items, is that we did this auction five or six days before Christmas. And we were thinking, do you know what? The market's not going to be busy, blah, 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 blah. Had a fantastic day, didn't we? And we have both had sales that finished just after Christmas and they were really busy. So what we're advocating is the fact that the market, if you've got good quality, it will always find the buyers. Doesn't matter what time of year. Um, and auction houses across the country are the way to go um, with expanding the market and getting it out there. So, yeah, give that a go. Um, so there's lots of us out there. 
Uh, lot number 81 is a three-colour colour brooch of the Owl and the Pussycat by A&W. The Owl has emerald eyes, the cat has ruby eyes. Start the bidding at £200, please. £200 would bid. £200 I have and I'm looking for £210. 210 £220. 230 takes out online commissions. New bidders in at 240, 250, 260, 270, 280. At 280, 290, 300. Looking for 320, we're bid 320, 340 now. At 340 pounds, 360. 380. At 380 pounds, 400 we're looking for. 400 and 20. 400 and 20. 440. 460. At 460. 460. At 460. 450. 600. 600 we have. 650 is bid. 700. 750 we're looking for. 700 is the bid. 750 now, 800. Add 800 and we're looking for 850. The owl and the pussycat at 800 pounds, looking for 850, 850, 900. At 900 pounds. Looking for 950. Fair warning to you all, at £900, we are selling. Lot 140, Omega Seamaster. Lovely, yeah. This, wa this watch market at the moment, I can't make it up. Um, and I don't know, I don't know about you. Uh, this had a reserve hovering around the £1,000 mark, something like that. And it sold, it had box and papers, and it was in good nick. But it sold for £1,500, which was way above what everybody would tell you was market value. Absolutely. I would say that I would say that your estimate there was spot on. But they wanted it. And that is just the beauty. I mean, this is what we love so much about auctions, isn't it? Is the whole rule book can go out of the window. Okay, if you wander down to your local shop, there's a price tag on it. You pay that and you take the item away. In this game, no such thing. There is no rule book. There is no price tag. It is the highest bidder on the day. And, you know, the owl and the pussycat. Unbelievable. £900 for a little teeny tiny brooch. Very nicely done. But my word, what a fantastic price. Lot number 140 is the Omega Seamaster Professional in box with papers. Uh, I have been reliably informed I'm not getting this for my Christmas present. And start the bidding with me. At £1,450, please. And I'm looking for 1480 I've got 1450 and I'm looking for 1480 I've got 1500 and now we're back on track. 1500 I have and I'm looking for 1550 1500 I have and I'm looking for 1550 1500 I have and I'm looking for 1550 But I'm selling... For £1,500. Fair warning. 1500 it is. My favourite lot of the day, however. Ugh. Because, dear listener, and I we may know have brought you... this up before. 
<laughs> is that Simon has a proper, is it allergy? What's the word you would use? Loathing. Phobia. Phobia. No, go let's with go that. with phobia. Loathing. Of dolls. Lot 465 was a Victorian doll from a private <laughs> collection. Um, and we took our time over this, I seem to remember, on the rostrum, because we like to keep the oh. photos in front of Simon for as long as possible. On a huge plasma screen. <laughs> what was the estimate, Harry? Uh, oh, no, tell me. I can't remember. 40 to 50 pounds. Oh, was it? Gosh, that's... Quite frankly, she's not even worth that. Ugliest thing 40 to 50 pounds. Well, seen. apparently... She is worth that because she sold mm. for three hundred pounds, didn't she? Yes, she did, and she took a long time to sell. All the while, <laughs> leering at me out of my laptop and from a plasma screen. Yeah. Oh dear, that's so funny. Right, yeah. So Victorian dog went well. Um, so uh, yeah, busy auction um, in just before Christmas, and seasonally they all went well, and it was a fun day on the rostrum. We had a right old giggle. And we promised we'd talk about it. So here we are. Good crowd. Nice people. Lots of bidding. Yeah, we, had, we had fun in the week, in the run up to Christmas, actually. It was good. And then we had a little break and then we're all back at it. Um, so our forthcoming week is pretty busy, isn't it? Susie, uh, my lovely wife, has been laying out the sale room, making it look pretty and all the rest of it. Yeah, she got rather cross. Not cross, but was a bit disappointed the other day. When um, I was talking to Susie in front of a customer who comes quite regularly, in fact, very regularly, and uh, <laughs> the lady said, uh, oh, is this your wife? I said, yes, this is Susie, my wife. She said, no, I know who she is. I thought she was just an employee of yours. Oh, oh, okay. Ow. At ah. which point we all ran and dived for cover. What what they should have known is that we actually all work for her. <laughs> I work. For, I said. I said to her, "What have you done? I I work for this. Lady. That's my boss. That's the boss right there. You're talking. Oh, she, and she just kept going with it. I just thought you were just an employee, love. I was like, oh, God. oh, help me, help me. If only an auction rostrum could swallow me up. It, uh, yeah. So we've got viewing. I'm sure that lovely lady will be along. <laughs> probably turfed out at the moment she gets here. By the time this pod comes out, I think uh, the Antiques Trade Gazette how, will have done a feature on all sorts of podcasts in the, the emerging in the antiques world, which is great news. Um, I think hmm. that it would be fair to say that we've been quite at the forefront last year of chit-chatting about all things auctioneering in the UK. Um, but lots of people are now doing it, um, or a few at least, and some are doing it well. And, um, yeah, make sure you subscribe and like podcasts about the antique world. Would that, would, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Catch up on what's going on in the market. Any other notes from David that we've got a shoehorn in, mate? Edibles. <laughs> right. Give the backstory, please, Harry. Right. So as everybody knows, I say everybody, uh, everybody knows that we um, eat jelly babies on the rostrum. When it's particularly long, actually, it doesn't matter if it's anything over 100 lots, frankly. Simon and I auctioneer simultaneously on the rostrum. We are unique, we believe, in the way we do this. And we chit-chat, don't eat it yet. And we chit-chat, and then we auctioneer at the same time. And so we eat jelly babies, and people laugh, and they talk to us about rustling bags and biased jelly babies by the ton. We keep we getting uh, presses. So our Australian listeners, of which we have a few, were upset by this. Love them. And said, we've got sweets that are better than <laughs> those. 
then those so these are made by a things. company called Allen's Lollies. Allen's Lollies. They know we're doing this because they've contacted us through social media. Now you've got um, we've got three different types to try. So you've got little. I want to say you've got little people. Little people. I've got people. Oh no! You can do little people or cats. Which one would you like no, to do? Koala first? bears. All right. Koala bears. So koala. These are called chewums. Am I going to regret this? These are not edibles. You're not going to regret this. These are these are chewums koalas, gummy koalas. What colour did mm. you go? I went red. Okay. So these are... Very nice. Okay. They're quite... Yeah, they're... um, mm. Yeah, they're quite tasty. They're quite... They're quite, ju they're quite juicy, aren't they? Mm. Very nice. It says on the packet, which you haven't got... No, because mine came through the post, <laughs> how that happened, and we didn't end up with some sniffer dog. Roaming around the house, I don't know. <laughs> Alan's lollies, long-lasting chew, Chewum's gummy koalas. Yeah, Daryl the Daryl in Keep Fit's not going to be overly happy about this because there's a lot of <laughs> calories written on the bottom. <laughs> um, they have no artificial colours or flavours, and I would say they were delicious. I would say the problem with them is for an auction suite, long-lasting chew, long-lasting. We haven't got time. We haven't got time for a long-lasting chew. That's a bit of an issue. But they do taste chewums, gummy koalas. Oh, my life. Oh, my word. They are proper long chews. That's a long the little man? Hang on. Right. There's a little fat man. Well, he's naked as well. Right. There's a little man, little man, who's holding his tummy. He is. And he doesn't seem to be wearing any clothes. He is naked. And these are called cheekies. And these are also by Alan's Lollies. Aren't they, just? And they've got Australian made. You ready? You have one. Ah. No. No, no. I mean, oh, my God. Is that, is that chocolate? Oh, That's know. not chocolate, is it? No, it's chocolate cheese. Can I just, can I just in, interject here and say we are hugely grateful to our Australian friends and I do not want to sound ungrateful in any way, but what in God's name are they? What flavour is that? I can't, hang on, sorry. <laughs> hang on, I've got it. They're not ideal for a podcast listener. Get me a toy. Oh. Right, ready? Okay. Chewy Chock flavoured jelly babies. And I'm terribly sorry, Maynards, you've got nothing to worry about. Cheekies are not doing it. Oh. <coughs> I mean, first of all, it's a it's a fat, dodgy looking naked man holding his belly. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, can assure not, you there is. When they say chocolate flavoured <laughs> when they say chocolate flavoured, that's not real chocolate though. Right, you ready? Oh. Next one is a little black cat. Oh, and they are called the Australians are like us with our auction houses because we've got Windsor auctions and Lime Bay auctions. They've got, these are called black cats. <laughs> black cats. Yeah. There was a huge meeting. They sat around a table and we were, they, we've got this little suite. It's black. It looks like a cat. What should we call it? Eight hours later, they came up with black cats. Here we go. Ready? Here's the, bl here's the blurb on the back. Black cats by Alan's Lollies. Oh, God. Oh, no. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Chewum's gummy koalas, Alan's, you've nailed it. Nailed Alan's it. black cats, nailed it. What in the Alan's is... black cats and cheekies, not so sure. Create smiles with deliciously intense, and I'll go with the word intense. You could underline that. Stroll on. Alan's black cats, mouth-watering, aniseed-flavoured jellies. Squish it between your fingers, stretch it, bite the top off, or just enjoy it in one delightful bite. I mean, the fact that they have to teach you how to eat them will tell you something about the sweets. 
I've had to go back Ooh. to a mouthful of koalas. And that's not something <laughs> you hear every day. <laughs> I've got a mouthful of koalas to wash the taste away. I've taken the edge off my black cat with a load of koalas. Please help me. With a mouthful <laughs> of gummy koalas, which are delicious. Oh, but those, the cats, how ungrateful are we? We're not ungrateful. They tra- they travelled, these trees. <laughs> oh, oh dear. God. No, right, oh. okay, koalas, not an issue. They they would go for it on the auction sweeties. Apart Love from them. the long chew, yep. they're good to go. Black cats, cheekies. Whew. I mean, no. I'm not so sure the Australians do like us anymore. No, and I'm related to two of these people who sent them over. Oh, my life. Well, Hugo, Izzy, thank you so much for uh, bringing these with you. Transporting them. To the crew that Hugo works with who listen to the podcast. No. Thank you kindly. (laughs) Thank you, but I'm not changing to a black cat or cheekies. Oh, dear. But I might give a gummy koala a go. Not that Simon's got any left because he's just used nine of them to wash down a black cat. That's going to be be the the statement that stays with me forever. I've got a mouthful of koalas. Oh, dear. (laughs) Right. Um, Mercy. (laughs) Oh. This is a special moment in the podcast. Uh, Simon is not aware... Because apparently we have both been dodging this bullet for a little while. What are you on about? It's a taste test. I can hear somebody in the background if they would uh, be chatting away. So they're bringing something in for you. Your sister has worried, along with all the people at Keep Fit. They're not. They're not. They're faffing about in the office. (laughs) Well, they're worried that you haven't done the uh, one chip challenge. What? So we Not talked about what? it. It was a social. It was a social media phenomena last year. You haven't done the one chip challenge, and therefore they've organised it today. I've had to buy this thing, ship it to you. I've had to ship it to your wife, and now she's got it. And I think that's why you've got milk. Who is involved in this? I want names, numbers, your sister, everybody at your gym. The people of Branscombe are really up for it. Sorry, why are the why why are people in my office in hazmat suits? <laughs> why are you putting on gloves? What is about no? Right. Right, here we go. So if they'd like to give you the item, ask for the item, Simon, because they can't hear me. Can I have the item, please? Whatever it is. <laughs> Not the gloves. I don't want the gloves. You might need them. No, just give me the item, whatever that is. What is this? Right, now, all you're gonna do, Simon. Open it up and you're going to pop that in your mouth or take a big bite. Got it? Here we go. This is especially for Claire, her team. Right. And uh, everybody at uh, Simon's gym. Take a big bite. Look nicely into the camera. Delicious. So for those of you for those of you who can't see it, it's delicious. Absolutely delicious. He's chomping Ooh. away. You've just got to finish the whole thing. It's getting, it's getting warm. You've just got to finish the whole chip. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> keep eating. Keep oh. eating. Simon, keep oh, eating. Oh, mother of God. Don't put your hands oh. in your eyes. <laughs> ah. Ah. Simon. <laughs> Simon, you've got to keep eating. Ah. Look at the camera. God damn it. <laughs> Shush. What is wrong with you people? Oh, keep eating. Oh, it keep hurts. Eating. It hurts. <laughs> no. Look at the. <laughs> no. 
No! <laughs> For those who can't... <laughs> no! No! Not a chance! Ow! 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 Ah! 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 the milk's out, there's, there's a pint Why of milk going on there. Why would anyone do that? To another human being! Ah! Eyes are streaming. Milk oh. is being poured everywhere. Oh. And he's doing his level best not to swear, which is very good of him. Oh. <laughs> I obviously am enjoying every moment of this, what? and Simon can't talk oh. now. I'm genuinely in pain. <laughs> are you crying? Oh. Simon, are you crying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, a lot. My tongue's on fire. Uh, but yeah, Simon doing the one chip challenge for everybody at uh, what is wrong with in you? Branscombe? He's very sorry. He's very sorry what he said about them and uh, Claire, and he's looking forward to keep fit later on today. <laughs> you still there, mate? Oh, Simon. Oh. Simon. <laughs> Simon, talk to me. Simon, hello? <laughs> Unless I bathe my tongue in milk, everything hurts. <laughs> there Do we I go, have to keep, keep everybody. <laughs> He's about... <laughs> Are you insane? He's about nine <laughs> pints in milk. <laughs> right, well, I think we'll leave it there because that's a bit of five minutes worth of podcast. <laughs> and we're going to uh, stop recording so Simon can go and... Um, lie his face in a puddle or something by the looks of things. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. Oh okay. See you soon. Cheers mate. Bye. I'm going to kill you, Harry.